1070, The Fan. My broadcast partner is here. Thank goodness he's here. Thank goodness he was there at Conseco. He almost got killed by flying basketballs. Governor Mitch Daniels, Governor, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, pretty good day here in Indy. Great day. I just talked to some IU fans outside. We agreed next year they can be their turn. <laughs> but uh, hard to top what's going on. Uh, were you over at the pep rally? What was going? What do you What do you have on tap today? I have to confess, I just got here from the National Institute of Fitness and Sports. I thought I'd better burn off a little pregame yeah. stress, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, doesn't mean I don't have a lot of pep. I'm so psyched about what about this whole story, and uh, all I all I can think today, Dan, is. Uh, if uh, if somehow they can do it again tonight, Lake Placid becomes number two. I agree. I mean, they just won't. <laughs> they, nothing will compare to this. I've said on this show because of a number of things, and you don't necessarily deal with this, but in college basketball right now, agents are a big time deal, one and done. This guy's going to college one year. Uh, the explosion of like an arms race. We have to build the bigger, the better. We got to have a practice for so. We've got to have all this kind of stuff. Butler doesn't deal with any of that. So to win a national championship, as you said, if they get it done, I think on a lot of levels this is historic. I think that's the, that's exactly right. I wrote a piece about this. It was in the paper on Saturday, and and you know just speaking for only for myself, but uh, I, I actually think um, that um, it, uh, if we returned to the kind of basketball we knew and this one and done stuff went away, I, I guess that a lot of people believe it would hurt the gate and hurt the ratings. I think the opposite. I think we'd be as fans more excited if you. You could watch players four full years uh, if you knew nobody was cheating and bending the rules. And um, that's just me talking. But. No, you're, you're preaching to the choir. My thing is if you cheat in college basketball, uh, you're done. There's plenty of places to coach. You can coach in Europe. You can coach in the NBA, whatever. But but you cheat, you're done. I mean, how much do you love? They, they put the, had the figures in the favor day. Duke's budget is nine times <laughs> Butler's. And uh, yet here they are playing uh, each other. And, uh, it would be a wonderful, wonderful lesson. Do you get any feedback? I'm guessing you get a ton of feedback. But will, how much feedback will you get on the city of Indianapolis's performance and handling the Final Four. Yeah, getting a lot. You know, uh, uh, Dennis Miller, you know Dennis sure. Miller, the, the comedian and, and one-time NFL guy. And he had the radio show. I was talking to him this morning. He went on and on. We've all heard it before, of course. But he's just the latest guy to figure out, hey, you people out here in Indiana really know how to do this. He went about how clean the city is, friendly, all the things we've heard so often. But um, I can never hear enough of it. And I think this particular Final Four, with all the romance Butler brought to it and the rest, may have gotten us more attention than uh, any of the others. You know, coaches, I've said this all along, coaches in college basketball love it. It's their favorite place. When I was talking to Seth Davis of CBS today, favorite place of all the media people, and you know this, it's not just the guys you see on camera that are the media people. It's the guys in the trucks, the hundreds of people for each, you know, each job that there is. And part of the thing, and again, you're one of those people. You know, it's one thing for writers and, and a fan of Duke or Butler to know about their team, but when you go to a restaurant here, the waiter knows about basketball. You know about basketball as the governor. It's unique. Yeah, uh, I don't think this is lost on these folks. And, you know, Indianapolis has been uh, built to be hospitable to things like this. Everything close together. I mean, uh, I, I can understand why the cameraman and, the, and everybody on the crew likes it, too, because it's it, we've gone out of our way to make things easy for them. And um, I guess maybe the coaches feel the same way. They do. You know, I remember we had a store right here in the Hyatt. I almost been 15, 20 years ago. And when I would come up and work for my dad, 
There was nobody downtown. I mean, see, there was like an old LS Air store here somewhere. I don't even know the, you know, maybe where the mall was. Right. And I, it hit me the other day walking back, or actually sitting in St. Elmo's after the games and watching people walk across, how remarkable it is people like you and people before you have done to make this city that type of attraction. Yeah, well, it's paying off. And, the, uh, and I think... Uh, the uh, you know as everybody now knows Lucas Oil um, was um, the first stadium designed both for football and basketball and I don't know what you thought I thought it held up pretty well I I, I went up high tried to see what the like the furthest seat looked from the furthest seat yeah you're a long way off but you know what you could tell you could see and you were part of the atmosphere so I think for it's probably as good as any place that size can be. Um, at the host of basketball game. I saw you, and uh, we sat together at the state finals. We were on with Jerry Baker. You had the, have you taken the butler hat off in two weeks? Three weeks? Well, I changed it, you know. <laughs> I got two or three of them now. Uh, you know, you got to rotate the, uh, but you got to show the flag. Uh, we went on, um, my family yesterday, my wife, my two kids, we took a drive, ate downtown, and then went to Butler's campus. And what a vibe. What, what, what a crazy, great I have no dog in the fight with Butler other than I like him and I really like Brad and their players. But I'm telling you, I almost I got like misty thinking how cool this was on Butler's campus on a spring day. Absolutely. You know, uh, I've been uh, kidding uh, President Fong. I'm telling him I have to report him for selling hot merchandise. But he's literally selling hot merchandise because the T-shirts are made in town here. And they are physically warm at the when they arrive at the bookstore. And they're selling so fast. I thought the guy at the, at the cash register said, they're still warm when they get to me. And, you know. But um, uh, he told me that their admissions, uh, uh, which ordinarily at this time of year, I think he said run 15 applications a day or 300 right now. Not surprised. So, I mean, apparently a lot of folks, maybe some kids, have checked the place out ever since they heard about this and said, hey, that might be a wonderful place to go to school. What do you see about the game tonight? What are your your thoughts? Well, I came to, you know, you're the coach. I came to ask you. Here's here's what I'm holding on to. You tell me. Uh, I was really struck of all the commentary by what Coach Izzo was saying after the game uh, about how beat up his team was, how they got manhandled. Um, and, you know, he wasn't going to let that happen again. He called it somebody, where he called it Smash Mouth Basketball. Yeah. Now, I thought that was pretty cool. And if you saw what he saw, then it made me think, well, maybe that's something Duke hasn't seen before, if Butler is really that physical. Well, I was with Izzo in his locker room after the game, and he, he was looking at me like... I'm stunned how physical these guys were. And, and a lot of times, uh, Governor Mitch Daniels sitting in with us here, we're at the Weber Grill and Dan Dockett show, um, a lot of times you think physical play is just what happens under the basket. But if you watch Ronald Norred and Willie Beasley and Shelvin Mack play defense, busting through screens, getting their hips over the top of guys trying to set a screen, not accepting being screened or not accepting some guy that's, you know, Raymar Morgan's like 6'8", 240 pounds, not accepting that, that's a big part of physical basketball too and governor i was sitting two rows behind tom Izzo on press row their team completely frustrated couldn't get a shot knew they couldn't get a shot then they went inside and sometimes when you know you can't get something from this area and you only have this to go to you tighten up and tom Izzo and i were talking about it after the game and he said you know what we did we tightened up and and butler made him do it I mean, just to just to a, a, a fan who doesn't know very much. I mean, when you think physical basketball, I think a team like Michigan State. Right. You think about maybe they come in bully some so-called mid-major. When I hear a Hall of Fame coach like him say they got pushed around, I'm thinking, hey, maybe Butler can 
do a little what they have to do. Yeah, and they have to um, because Duke is big and strong, and they bring a lot of guys. They, but you know what? So did Michigan State. I mean, before the game, I was li- listing the guys that are 6'8 and above, 240 and above. Uh, Duke, same thing between Zubek, the Plumleys, two kids here from Indiana. Uh, Lance Thomas, who's a big, strong kid. They have a, a singler who's a big, strong kid. But you know what? And, again, this speaks to, I think it represents our state, the toughness that they show. The heart and the commitment that they show, it, it negates all that as we move forward through a game. Well, I, just hope, I hope that's what we're going to see. I, uh, you know, I ran into uh, Angelo Pizzo in yeah. the game the other day. I said, if you don't have the rights already, I, you know, <laughs> I, I'd be trying to sign somebody up. I said, this could be a better movie than the one you made before. <laughs> he told me that off air. He was on with a Saturday Angelo yeah. who wrote Hoosiers, obviously. Yeah. He said, man, this might be a good one. It's the same gym. We know how to, we know how to shoot in Hinkle Fieldhouse. <laughs> You want to hear an incredible story? I don't think you'd mind my telling you this. So uh, I was so I felt so lucky Saturday. Uh, uh, I, among other some other interesting people, uh, I, I got to sit. With, I sat between Bobby Plump and Bobby Leonard. Oh yeah. You know, like it was like a clinic, just to sit and listen. But um, uh, on the way down, somebody says to Slick, says, uh, "Gee, uh, you know, he must have been to a lot of these." And he said, "The last Final Four I went to." I was at the free throw line in the last minute. It was in 1953. Yeah, right. He said he had not been back to a Final Four in 57 years since he went plays on a winning IU team. Wow. And as I recall, it had a couple critical free throws somewhere late in the game. And uh, what a story. You know, you think, holy cow. Uh, Wow. He could have gone to anyone he wanted. I would, well, particularly because there have been a, how many have been here since 1953? Yeah. A ton of them. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, and Slick and, and Bobby Plump, I've seen them around. The thing I like about Bobby Plump is this. He always has a smile on his face, always happy. And you know what? The whole Hoosier thing kind of hadn't changed him. It's kind of who he was before this whole thing happened. Is he having any fun this week? Oh, man. I mean, I said, you know, have you stopped to eat or are you just giving media interviews 24-7? <laughs> He is having a good time, and he deserves to. I mean, he represents as well. Uh, th- both those guys do. I, and people say, what what the heck's a Hoosier? Well, just talk to one of those guys, and you'll pick up on it. No, that's it. Uh, prediction for tonight? You in the prediction business? What are you thinking? I'm afraid to do it, you know. Uh, uh, you know. <laughs> then don't. Then don't. Don't jinx whatever you've done. Everybody has to do the same thing they did all day Saturday. Okay, I'll go, I'll go this far with you. If, if, the, if two of the first three fouls called in the, uh, let's say, in the paint are on their guy and not on Howard, and if, uh, and if Butler can shoot just in the 40s, we'll win. I guess. How's that? And they're due. They are due. I mean, you know, I went to plenty of games this year, and, you know, they they they, they can shoot with anybody when they're shooting. The interesting thing to me in the tournament, I don't remember a single game where I thought they shot real well, and there were a couple where they won despite, for them, a really lousy uh, shooting percentage, right? The only time where they shot like what you think is Butler was Shelvin Mack's second half against Murray State. Right. I think he banged in seven threes, maybe five in the first six, seven minutes of the second half. Well, I hope to heck somebody's, you know, watching his diet today. If I, it, oh. I saw it, it was this morning it said that his cramps were related to food poisoning. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Selvin, watch what you eat, man, because they're going to need, I, I think, I could, if you asked me to wild guess, Butler wins, what happened? Uh, I would say Shelvin Mack had one of those games because he, he is capable of scoring a lot. And he had 14 in the first half, what, against uh, Kansas State? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, something like that. Well, he and, he and, he and Hayward 
combined for 25 of the 28 first-half points against Michigan State. And again, this goes to the other remarkable thing. You think about winning. It's one thing to win a game in your league, but you win the national semifinal against the Big Ten champ, a 28-win team with, as you said, a Hall of Fame coach. Shelvin Mack plays 26 minutes and has cramps, and Matt Howard plays 15. Speaks to the whole next man up that we've heard so much about from the Colts and now from Butler. I agree. I don't want to see him try that tonight. No, I, mean, no, no. I, I want to see the whole team for the whole game, please. That's Governor, you're great as always. Somebody had a, You had a great line. I didn't catch it. When uh, we guy called in and said the best line of the entire IHSA Final Four. You and I, Baker, sitting there, they said, Jerry Hall set the previous record for rebounds with, like, 25. And I said, oh, the woman that was married to uh, to Mick Jagger? And you said, yeah, she could really sky. Yeah. And people are laughing, calling in, emailing me. <laughs> Governor, thank you so okay, much. Okay, Coach, great Enjoy to see you. Enjoy the again. day. Uh, you too. That was Governor Mitch Daniel. Thanks to everybody for bringing